Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, my friends, and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast of the week. And, of course, we begin with the reaction to Wales qualifying. Yeah, they qualified for the knockout stages of Euro 2020, despite losing 1-0 with 10 men to Italy out in Rome. Rob Page's men finished second in Group A. The match, of course, was live on TalkSport. So Rob Page's team habitates with Amsterdam in the last 16 of Euro 2020. They finish second despite being beaten here in Rome by a goal to them. So proud of those players. Honestly, you won't believe. I've just said to them in there, you know, I, I couldn't be any more proud of them as a group to dig deep. And, and they have to do that against the better teams. But like I said, we've got, we've got players on the pitch as well that can hurt teams. Well done to everybody connected with the team, all the staff, Robert Page. He had some difficult decisions to make there. He had to be a, a, a real international manager. All the adversity that came at him there. And he dealt with it because we've got through. Well done to everybody and all the fans that have travelled everywhere to watch us. What a monumental effort that was. I mean, it just shows with what happened with the goal difference, how important it was to be organised. It was just a real, real team effort. Gareth Bale misses at the far post, on the volley, eight yards out, nobody around him. What a chance that is for Wales. Yeah, it was a lot of defending, a lot of running, very, some very tired bodies out there. So, um, no, proud of the boys, obviously. We wanted to try and get a result, but um, I guess it made no difference. We finished second anyway. So On now to the Wales defender, Chris Gunter, who spoke to TalkSport straight after the match. I think a lot of these games in international football come down to fine details. I think over the course of many years now, we've got them right. And that's what it'll come down to, regardless of who we face. So never happy to lose, but you know, some, some good things again to build on. And um, yeah, it'll stand us in, in good stead going forward to next week. It's almost like as soon as he went down to 10 men, he personally took it upon himself to organise, to drag people into position. It's a yellow card here for Ampadu. No, it's red. It's red. 
Ampadu is off. I could just see he was waving his arms constantly to make sure that everyone was doing their bit. We've shown in the last few months now that we can get results. We find a way to get results. You know, we've qualifying for the Euros, then topping the, the Nations League and, and getting promoted into League A. We're on the up. Listen, we're looking forward to now the game in Amsterdam and, and we'll get better and better. Don't take me home. Please don't take me home. I just don't want to go to work. It's like 2016 all over again. You know, anything can happen now. We're into knockout football, so we're giving ourselves an opportunity. We know what we have. We're a threat. We keep games tight. So, yeah, who knows? Why not go all the way again? Where is the weak point? Where are the, the points that you could say, yes, I can see there's a, there's a frailty there? There isn't. There isn't. They've been superb defensively. They've hardly given anyone a chance. Other than the bail opportunity, you would have to say they were pretty comfortable, even with a, a, a massively changed side. Oh, and it's guided in, and Italy leads. And what a moment for Pessina. They look really creative. They look like they've got a real energy and, and the movement of the forward players. Whoever's playing, I thought Chiesa was outstanding in that forward line today. Yeah, they're going to be a real team to uh, to beat, I think, in this tournament. Mancini hasn't reinvented the wheel. What he's done is put his heart and soul into this job, really connected with the players. Luis Enrique talked before the tournament of wanting everyone for Spain to be involved. Everyone with Italy genuinely is involved. Everyone feels part of that. You look at the way they celebrated the goals. You look at the way it's picked on merit rather than reputation. That's what makes them so positive and so upbeat. On to the other big game in the group where Switzerland beat Turkey by three goals to one. As Granit Xhaka plays it down the left line for Zuba. Zuba into Jonas Shakiri, And that might just seal the passage through to the knockout stages for Switzerland. You had Shakiri operated in that little pocket, number 10, floated in and around, got into the spaces, ran in behind, came short. And obviously he's got that quality that if he's left unmarked or in a, a little pocket, a little square of space, however big it may be, you know, he can punish you. And he scored two fabulous goals. Now England's Phil Foden has sat down with TalkSport's Faker Rothers where he reflected on the Scotland game as well as other topics including Gareth Southgate and the captain Harold Kane. I see him 100% focused every day in training, um, wanting to get better. He's always the first in the gym, so yeah, he's a great example to every other player. And yeah, it's going to come surely, um, sooner rather than later, so just needs to keep being him. Still time for either side to get their second shot on target of the night and potentially win the game. It's nil-nil. It's the Scotland fans that you can hear. We didn't find the solutions to attack right. For whatever reason that was, we didn't create enough. Seen a few, uh, obviously, comments blaming Harry and things, but, you know, we didn't create enough for him to, to even have a chance. Like I said, it's something to work on and hopefully we can just keep getting better. So should Kane start against the Czech Republic? Well, nope, he shouldn't. That's not me. That's according to TalkSport's very own Jamie O'Hara. Let me tell you now, if it was Raheem Sterling and he'd played like this in the last two games, mm. there would be absolute uproar to get if him he's, yeah, for, yeah, for him to start the next game. It wouldn't be happening. So 
Harry Kane, and it's very hard to drop a Harry Kane, but I don't think you need to. This one is one where you can say, I'm resting you because we want you for the last 16, where you're going to be fit and you're going to be fresh. A lot of criticism's kind of been thrown at him in terms of his performances. To me, he just looks a bit tired, like he's he's had two back-to-back seasons. It looks like he's run out of gas a little bit, but he's one of them players, Ambrose, that you would have played with before, you would have played with Shearer at times, where I'm sure he he was very quiet in games. But, you know, if you give him an opportunity, he'll take it. Mm. And I still think that's the case with Harry Kane. And plus, I'm not quite sure who you're going to bring in who's going to be better than he is. I would drop Harry Kane or rest him. You said drop. You yeah, said drop. I'd, ri- I'd rest him. I think he looks there's a bit tired. There's a big tired. difference in it yeah, between I'd, those two. Yeah, yeah, there's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. I would play Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. And I would play Jaden Sancho on the right. And then it's played into towards the far post and put in beautifully by Jaden Sancho. A lot of changes there, mate. Yeah, but it's, you know, you've got to freshen things up. We, we haven't performed amazing. So why not give these other lads a chance? They're, these are top players as well. And now we can hear from the Three Lions defender, Kieran Trippier. Or Trippier, as a lot of people called him for a long time for no reason. Kieran Trippier. And now all of a sudden, he's back to Trippier. So here's Trippier. Eh? With H, he works so hard for the team and I think people might not recognise that what he does off the ball, the pressing that he does. Obviously, I believe in Harry and I know he'll score goals, but it's the work that he does for the team. So I think, you know, some people might not recognise what he does, uh, the link-up play, but, you know, Harry's chances will come and for sure he'll score goals. And this was the take of the Times Chief Football Correspondent, Henry Winter, on the Three Lions boss, Gareth Southgate. The issue with him as a manager is now being highlighted. People have been saying this for quite a while. We saw it in the second half against Croatia in the uh, in the World Cup in 2018. He's he didn't react quickly enough. I think in Scotland, I think that you know you've got Jose Mourinho doing talk sports, mm-hmm. and I mean I can remember a game at Newcastle United and James's Park when Mourinho made three changes at half time and I think finished with nine on the pitch. You know in his in his first Chelsea days because he was decisive, and I think Southgate was a little bit too cautious in the, the tactical changes he's been making but in terms of where England were after Iceland and Hodgson where England were after Sam Allardyce I think Southgate in a way was the right man Mm -hmm. to repair the wounds I thought Stevie Clark got one over Gareth Mm -hmm. in the tactics yesterday because Scotland had a game plan stuck with it he's a great coach obviously working with him every day um, you get to see what he's like he always has the players backs and I believe that his tactics are great all these negative people <laughs> don't know what they're talking about because Gareth is a great coach. Over now to the Scotland camp. They play Croatia tomorrow knowing they need a win to stay in the tournament. Their midfielder Stuart Armstrong, who came on as a sub on Friday, told TalkSport that teammate Billy Gilmore is a huge asset to the national side. Super player. Takes the ball constantly, moves it well, can turn, really tidy, transitions the play really well. His awareness is, is top level. Um, makes a big difference in that position where you've got that bravery and, and that composure to take the ball in, in pressure environments. Scotland have taken a point from England at Wembley. A heroic performance from Steve Clark's boys. We'll obviously say that we defended superbly throughout, which we did. We really made the game compact, pushed them away from, from our goal and limited their chances. So I think we have shown that we've been defensively good. The Czech Republic game was obviously disappointing to concede two, uh, one of which, of course, was, was a wonder strike. But the run-up to this campaign, we've shown we're strong defensively and, and um, I'm sure we will be again. And we finish with Danny Kelly and the gang on Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express, which a lot of people say, not as good as when I used to do it. Okay, one. Okay, not even me. It is better with Danny. I think the Spurs had gone through the looking glass with this. Um, the kind of person that they outlined at the start of the process um, they should have, 
Um, it's not Gennaro Gattuso. I'm not sure about his managerial record. And it forced me to do something I've never done before. Somebody on Twitter put up Daniel Levy's, I have to admit this, I've not admitted this yet on the radio, uh, email. And I emailed one morning really early. I couldn't sleep with the prospect of uh, Gattuso becoming the Spurs manager. I emailed Daniel Levy. He doesn't know who I am. I have met him once where he refused to put um, a, a pretty large sum of money into the internet company I'd founded. He would have made 20 times his money back, but he wasn't interested in doing that. Uh, look, I don't mind reading it. It literally was just to register my protest. It's not profound. Dear Mr. Levy, I'm a Spurs fan of 50 years standing. Ups, downs, thick, thin, etc. But please, please, not Gattuso. He is not a good person to represent our club. Thank you for your time, I said rather politely. Danny, as though he'd know who I was. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks so much for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. Hit it. Don't just press it. Hit it as hard as you can. <clears throat> anyway, coming up today, we've got four more games live across the TalkSport network. From 5pm, it's North Macedonia against the Netherlands. Oh, don't call them Holland. Why not? Holland. There you go. That's on TalkSport. On TalkSport 2 from 5pm, you can hear live comms of Ukraine against Austria. No, me neither. Finland take on Belgium on TalkSport at 8pm and also at 8pm on TalkSport 2 is Russia against Denmark. There will of course be another one of these TalkSport Andy Goldstein daily podcast Euro thing is out first thing in the morning building up of course to both the crucial England and Scotland matches. I'm back on my show Andy Goldstein Sports by Monday at Thursday from 10pm alongside the moon face as Stephen Gerrard calls him. Well that wasn't Stephen Gerrard, it was Darren Farley. Anyway, I'm talking about the fun boy. We're back tonight at 10 So until then, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.